0: Before we get down to it, a quick reminder that if you want things in your inbox, we'll put things in your inbox with the Hump Day News newsletter. It's a regular wrap-up of coverage past and content to come, with links, tips, taters and tots, served up fresh, nice and hot. And if you're subscribed to the newsletter but not signed up for The Backyard, shame on you. The Backyard is a members-only area at Hump Day News, where you'll find all that's best and bizarre at HDN. We've got Mapley Power Rankings, Letters from the Editor, our in-cell Advice column, and more. Sign up at the Hump Day News to log in and enjoy. In this episode, we welcome Ted Chase, Editor at QRO Magazine. This is one of four episodes that he'll be contributing to at our HumpCast, uh, so please have a listen. All right, we welcome to the Humpcast uh, Ted Chase. He's a writer, photographer, editor, and impresario at QRO Magazine, uh, based in New York City. He's a music maven who fills his days investigating the depths. All right, so so Grammys, Academy Awards, Golden Globes, whatever it is, they do year-end lists too. So let's do. You know, we're not going to list it out. You can go to QRO Magazine if you want to see their 2022 top albums. They did both contributor lists um, of individual contributors and a site-wide list. Uh, you can check that out. Uh, Hump Day News also has its own list. But Ted and I today are just going to pick out right now um, maybe a few albums that we really enjoyed and want to highlight for uh, whatever reason, maybe we'll say. Um, Ted, do you want to get the ball rolling and just go back and forth?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, the first one, was probably my, I think it was my number one, was um, certainly the buzz band Wet Leg their band their self-titled record i mean they were the first burst out in actually it was the end of 2021 um i actually I give credit it was actually my sister who told me about them and she's it was sort of random but then yes all these people like every people in the music business were buzzing about them i remember seeing them at the very december and it was you know at mercury Lounge, which is not a big place it, but it's for, it's for a lot of industry shows and it was completely packed to the gills They've done other shows that have been completely packed. They did one just last December, but it was completely packed. And they're from they're from the UK. They're from the Isle of Wight. Um, just two women. Um, they had, had a hit with this catchy song, Chase Lounge, and they've had a few other ones that were mm-hmm. hit. And the record came out, I guess it was April of um, 2022. I remember I saw them at South by Southwest, uh, where they had played a bunch of shows and, again, packed Um they were really reminding me, of sort of the fun, sort of not remind me of the fun, like alt '90s bands that were sort of, um, like one I would think of was like when the Breeders put out um, Last Splash. That's where it sort of ex- mm-hmm. that, that's that feel, like not necessarily, um, and uh, and it was just it was sort of a refreshing breath of fresh air, um, and um, yeah, and that they really lived up to it because there was certainly a lot of hype, and you know, whenever you know, and they're you know in their 20s. You know, whenever you're they get hyped before the record comes out, it's like, is it really going to live up to it?
0: I feel like I hear about less and less of those bands. Like, that, oh, like yeah, hype. yeah, that
1: was the thing. It was in a way they were like almost a throwback in that way. Like, they're the yeah. buzz. Bands. And especially if you might have like a buzz single, mm-hmm. like you hear something that like goes around, and then it's like, oh, yeah, that was like that day's like buzz single.
0: Um, right. Like, people are just so worn down by. I don't know, just the grind of new content that they can yeah. instantly get on Spotify or whatever. The idea yeah, yeah. of like and someone breaking out.
1: Yeah. And it's anything because it's, I remember it was a thing, this was years ago, it was New York Times said about, it was about CMJ, which is um festival. Um, it's never been easier to get your music out there, but it's ever been harder to make money off it. Because that's another right. thing. You can get buzzed and then it's like, what is that? that and a, I've been a, having
0: this conversation with, uh musicians for years that it, it's not necessarily one that they love to hear it's like
1: yeah
0: musicians will yes complain about how it's hard to you know m- monetize their music and you know yeah. not just to break even and that's so yeah. true but it's also easier to get yeah yeah you've heard than ever before yeah. so something seems like it's got to give between those two
1: if yeah like so it's great i mean there's just a lot of more on the market there's always new people coming in i mean it's funny because we have been talking about albums Albums in some way, you know, are almost you've talked, you wonder about year end lists. What about albums just as a concept? Right. I mean, and it's there's there's still because, you know, obviously they've been they're not moored by the physical reality, though people still sell those things. You can certainly, um, certainly do that. And with vinyl and stuff being, but um, just that the single can come up and then people are like, oh, yeah, okay, that was that single. And then how do you? you know you really have to have like i remember when little nas x came up with old town road or old, um mm-hmm. that was like that was one of the few like okay that was a big well, that song. is an extreme example that is yeah i mean that's, that's the a, extreme that's they will that. make
0: an entire career on one song yeah yeah and I mean, not even be considered a one-hit wonder in that sense it's yeah, like no, he it's like that it's kind of post one-hit wonder because yeah. he is like renovating and renewing the song with all these different remixes
1: yeah oh yeah well that's the other thing because now you can do these remixes and then you can get other famous people to do remixes or like join in on your thing and you're you, mm-hmm. you mix other people's things um it's almost becoming uh i mean he's he's become also just with his visual appearance in the videos you know he became sort of a celebrity in that um that way you know but so then he could you know appear on commercials and things. you know i mean different but anyway right, but, okay but, yeah, wet but, leg but wet leg, leg.
0: It, was, it was definitely <laughs> so I'm I'm glad you brought that one up because I hadn't heard about that at all. So I was looking forward to you, you bring that one up. Let me throw one your way. Um and I, I chose to um uh from the list that I gave to QRO as a contributor, um Micaiah McCraven and Twin. Let me talk about Micaiah McCraven real quick. So here's a tagline from uh the album review. Makai McRaven makes the old new again with soulful and cinematic, uh, with the soulful and cinematic LP in these times. So that's the record in these times. And yeah. I would call him a jazz musician. Um, yeah. but he's sort of a jazz musician in 2022, yeah. 2023, who's internalized and assimilated uh, a lot of different styles of music, including hip-hop. And you hear a very sort of beats forward um mm-hmm. style of jazz and it's not so much um uh in the sense of those uh you know um hip hop uh, meets jazz meets dj um uh experiments that you heard back in I don't know the 90s or aughts like us3 you remember yeah, us3 yeah. Yeah. yeah um it, but it's it's more um live like he mixes the stuff live he plays mm-hmm. mu- musical instruments live the live jazz band, but it also has an electronic sort of DJ flavor when he wants to pull that into the mix. Um so he's very prolific um performer, uh artist, um horror. Um and uh he's currently probably one of the flagship artists on a very prolific label International Anthem out of Chicago, which has been doing a ton of great releases in jazz and experimental music um he's sort of grown almost too big for them yeah um at this point um but this in these times did come out um whether it was a soul release by international anthem or a co-release it was released by international hmm. anthem so highly recommended um but I struggle to say more on it because I do kind of see myself as a rock and roll guy yeah and I don't have like that deep foundation in jazz to be able to say more, but I, I know what I like. And I, and yeah, I like my time at creating.
1: Jazz can be very, I mean, especially sort of mo- I mean, jazz, all of it can be very daunting be- for anyone who isn't steeped in it. Because I mean, like like a lot of, I mean, but you know, castle because it has a history that goes back, you know, a century more um, mm. that, uh, and then that they're still, because I know there have been a sort of, I've been noticing, you know, maybe the last ten years or so, a number of these sort of modern jazz where they're doing those sorts of things, like um, like Kamasi Washington. You ever heard him? Um, No. There's and where it's just like I think it's also because you can those those sorts of artists, internet. You can find your you can get out there more because you know you it's it's so then sometimes these things can sort of percolate because it also. It takes less to be a like hit, on a hit single, but to be like a to get attention mm. because there's just so many things out there. You know, you don't have to be the number one song on like the mainstream radio. You can be
0: you're talking about sort of like a jazz musician, jazz yeah. scene, yeah, yeah, or you know,
1: jazz scene, or or this, yeah, you know, like what you're talking about with, with um McRaven, like just sort of mm. kind of a
0: hybrid of sorts, yeah, songs. yeah, yeah. And yeah, then... I would say like the jazz scene is its own world yeah um and it's it's one i mean you could say this about rock music too like there's all these subcultures and uh you could be a huge star within that scene and nobody in mainstream america would have ever yeah. heard of you
1: it's um, like when you're like the people who are huge stars in canada that we've never heard of. yeah <laughs> like yeah, yeah well you know about them uh yeah it's have scary. you heard of
0: the Sun Glaciers?
1: I think I've heard the name, but I don't mm,
0: know Calgary. Calgary. Mm. I like to I like to track the the Canadian bands that come through Boston, at uh, least in in um because they've got such a good vibe. I love yeah, I love yeah. Canadian musicians. Um,
1: I'm sure all right, a lot I'll
0: bounce it back to you, Ted. Uh, hit me no, with some, um, another one.
1: was uh um there is also other bands like um I'm going to give a couple like Spoon and uh, with uh, Lucifer on the Sofa and Death Cab for Cuties, um, Asphalt Meadows that are, you know, I mean, look, like I'm an all indie music guy, an all music guy, bands that, you know, I it's mean, almost, almost the opposite way, like, but, you know, they've been doing it for years, for a couple decades now, and they still release really great records that it could be, and sometimes they get overlooked in terms of, because they're not the hot thing, um that or you know it's so it's um and yeah and you know their current record does not spoon you know,
0: death Cab for cutie you're talking about some bands with long careers
1: yeah yeah and you know and also they get you know you know obviously they've got their late greats they're sort of you know the stuff that broke through that when you were younger when we we're all younger that people are you know more sort of attached to but um uh, that, but that, you know, you can still, they can still make great records. You know, and then obviously they don't change a huge degree just because that's who they, you know, like anyone, that's who they are. I mean, Brad Pitt mm. hasn't changed a huge degree. Um,
0: no, but it's, <laughs> a, other it's other than almost than in the Aiden. audience that has come to appreciate him more. You know, they yeah. see, they see more depths in the.
1: Yeah, these, uh, it's, it's, you know, I mean, yeah. And actually there is some that like the bands that were sort of maybe a little more, crazy when they were younger and they sort of get older and wiser um yeah um, but yeah, you know, i don't know how much they,
0: wiser but
1: well flaming lips
0: strikes me is that it's yeah it's like if you listen to their stuff in the 90s they're kind of doing the alt rock thing yeah. almost and they've changed a lot but they really found their sort of pop center
1: yeah i mean no, it's true some some acts do that where they almost go more i think it's if they maybe want to go more more successful like i remember when death cab went from indie label barsook to major label atlantic records and people were really I think it was like 2009 people you know and this was when that still vaguely mattered um but uh they were still really able to keep it going and sort of keep the quality up um i think sometimes i mean so yeah so it's always and, and sometimes people like, we get well and well, you know a lot of artists they can when they get older they start doing they get bored with the stuff that you liked that then, so then they start doing different things and you're like, I mean, great for you, but I don't care. Uh uh-huh. or, or they get like, too. I like get, that though. I like when I mean, artists are just like, work, we're moving but, on, like,
0: like whether you like it or not.
1: It's yeah. Cool. I mean, I mean it's, 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 I sort of feel like you can do that in like sort of almost talk about off season. Like you do that between the records, but still, I mean, I mean, no, do whatever you want, like, but mm. it's, uh, but just don't expect that. Like, just because you it's, it's weird. I mean, it's like every record, either the fans like it more, or you like it more. I mean, just because it's not going to be equal. So, and, you know, and there's lots of great records that were released because just that was what the person wanted. And, um, but it's also, I think it's, bands get older. They, one, they have kids that becomes, yeah. then they start writing songs about being dads or being like that sort of thing. And they start getting the looking back songs. And also they get better at their instruments, so especially if they're successful. They get right that yeah. they can they, I mean, one big thing I've noticed in the last, like, 10, 15, I mean, sort of QRO is a lot more, you know, the synthesizer, rise of the synthesizer, because synthesizers, I think, are easier to compose on. Mm. Uh, and so then, but then it's, then you can bring, when your band gets more successful, they could bring the extra synthesizers, like someone like uh, Benjamin Gibbard, main man of Death Cab for Cutie. I mean, he always was piano, did piano, as well as guitar, but it feels like he can sometimes do more, Piano does more piano Certainly live, because um, then it also becomes a weird thing. Because piano just doesn't look as good live. Yeah, one know.
0: trope I always hear on on some of these more uh, longer career artists when they're putting out records that uh, they're like, "This is the best album we've ever produced. This is the best album we have ever put out." Because they're they're thinking back to their earlier like successful albums, but thinking yeah. about how kind of haphazard they were. In, in yeah, ways. And yeah, and
1: and they've had so much time to see all the mistakes in it that the, or the six that they perceive mm-hmm. that like we find it's like sort of endearing or like, oh yeah, now right. they're that song faster. It's part of the reason
0: that people liked it um yeah, and yeah. still do. But to them as artists creators, they're probably like, well yeah. I can I can do better. I can make that better. Yeah. Uh, whether guess, or not no, that's as popular, it's, it's um, usually not.
1: Yeah. Like I remember just mentioning we're scientists who just out out and out a couple of weeks ago, Loebs they've been around since like two early two thousands and they're like, Oh yeah, I must prefer, I prefer albums in reverse chronological order. You know, you're like, our, you know, but, but their first album was, you know, sort of the one that people remember, you know, it has, a, but like, it's uh, like, we still like playing it live, but like, I won't put it on the record. I hate having to practice it. Um, cause you know, it also, is just, they get tired of their old songs. Like, cause they've heard them a million times. I bet.
0: And I remember, um, I forget which band it was. but I was shocked absolutely shocked to hear that they had to um write down and print the lyrics to their own songs for that they had written 10 to 15 years ago to remember it um yeah. remember the songs because i just didn't know them yeah. um i think I, I learned about this in some in high school and i was just Is this in my youth? youthful ignorance I, I didn't think that such think a thing was, was possible. i remember
1: hearing that when this was little palooza touring festival i think it was a mutual friend of ours saw sonic youth and he could see that like the lyrics were written down like right that i i, I mean this is also this is from Forever's in high school like it's you know i mean they were and they were um you know and that wasn't even their songs weren't that old like even they're like right. it wasn't you know maybe it was a decade or more old but it wasn't like that old um
0: right a little older and wiser myself i sympathize like i can't remember like what I did yesterday. Never mind. Like, yeah. 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 Four pages of lyrics, you know?
1: Yeah. Like, I think I've seen like some bands where it's, or it's like, they'll know, especially it's also, they'll remember the lyrics for some of the songs, but in a lot of, a lot, a lot of the other older songs, they're like, or, or when bands do the tour and album in full, that's a mm-hmm. big, that's a big thing because it's a way to get the old fans. And they'll have to relearn songs that they haven't played in you know, right. 10, 20 years. And you maybe. mentioned
0: Sonic Youth. It's especially difficult for them because they were, using these weird tunings oh, yeah. and I, I doubt they were even recording you know what the the tunings were a lot of the time or held on yeah, to that yeah yeah um and, and the but lyrics- one one quick question speaking of like long arching career bands before we bounce it back and at this point i forget if we're bouncing it to you or me but <laughs> yeah. quick, quick quick question so speaking of these long uh lasting bands uh dinosaur jr yeah. So they are—they're a band who that—that's changed sort of yet again in their late stage. So yeah, now, they've also um, been, Lou Barlow yeah. rejoined the band. Yeah. Are really? you a
1: fan? Are you in favor? Do you like the new look? Oh yeah, new, yeah. I think their new records—they've the actually been maybe my favorite of those sort of. There was this whole trend of 21st century sort of alt reunions that the Pixies started, and and like 2004 Coachella, and um, but I really because yeah because it was that was a weird thing because it was sort of. Lou Barlow was kicked out right before they got popular and then Murph was kicked out and then he sort of Jay Mascis the guitar sort of finally just sort of gave it up the thing but then they re- reunited cuz they'd gotten the rights to their old first first albums or on SST records that there's a whole issues with that label um and then they started putting out new music and yeah and it's been um I mean talk about the older and wiser I think it's very like yeah they're not the tempestuous youth that used to fight fight each other um, no, and, would and also, hope I hope that they would have gotten over that. Yeah, and and also I think they're, you know, it's easier they're not touring all in one van. That it's it's a little the, right. You know, it's a right. Little, like, I
0: just saw them at the House of Blues, Boston. They're good, but their setup is very much on the stage setup of, you know, uh an older, yeah, trio of musicians who've played a lot apart from each other. They're like. Forty feet away from each other on stage, so, and, some and of that is, is surrounded by yeah. just like this this wall of speakers, yeah, circle
1: of amps. Um, some of that is also there are only three of them, and they're playing large stages, and you know, and then they can also because then the one cool thing is then they can pull Murph, the drummer, forward, which a lot of times you know in even a four piece they're on a riser in the back, but Murph, mm-hmm. it, you know, but then so then it, then it becomes almost a lot. So three of them align. I mean, but that I think is just as much just they're playing large places and they're yeah. amps and they a loud band. I mean, it's
0: they, and they've got some weird stage props, like sort of half. Oh yeah. Like yeah. That's,
1: that's what is yeah. that? Have you seen that? Yeah. I think that's something that's actually kept through. If you see like from like the album art and stuff, yeah. and I think they just like, I wouldn't be surprised. If it was actually a fan made that and like sent it to them or something. Mm. That's the kind of, I mean, cause it's, yeah. Cause it's the kind of thing you could make. And then they were just like, this is cool. So we just put this up for a thing or like, um, and it's just, uh, and it's a way to sort of, because they don't necessarily move around that much on stage. It's, um, I think the thing is ending.
0: It is, it is, Ted. <laughs> so um, we're winding down with less than a minute on our, our free Zoom, but we can just fire up another one. Are you game to keep going? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's wind it. I'll just uh, end it here. And let's, uh, when we continue. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, it would uh, be, let's go back.
0: All right, Ted, we're at less than a, a minute. Okay, yeah. Um.
1: We don't need to go anymore. (laughs) All right.
0: I want to uh, thank you uh, for joining HumpCast uh, on our inaugural effort um, as a kind of uh, collaboration. I hope to have you back again uh, to talk more on music at another time. Sure. Thanks for joining. Visit us at the site at humpday.news for good junk in art, politics, sports, and culture. Follow us on our socials, subscribe to the newsletter, Sign up for the backyard, and for the love of God, remember, every day is hump day.